everybody. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sisters podcast, where we give you our point of view. We are proud members of the Trek Geeks podcast network. And today I am joined by my sisters, Yvette Blackman-Tom. Hello. Sabrina Wood. Woo-woo. Fran T. What's happening? And I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Tamia Harper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's a first time for everything. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a really cool show for you guys. We got um, an opportunity to sit down with none other than Yatide Badaki. And she's an actress that you all know from American Gods. She played Bilquis and she's on Star Trek Strange New Worlds in season two episode two what is it sabrina it is called ad astra per espera thank you spoilers spoilers on this one episode two season two yeah definitely we got spoilers uh we were blessed to have a few minutes to sit down and talk with her y'all wasn't she cool she was wow she was she was just like us a nice big geek (laughs) that's right geek i loved it (laughs) oh Full on geek here. Like we had a blast with her. And um, I mean, she's gorgeous and she's Mm. so smart and she's so uh, she was very generous with her time. And uh, we really hope you guys enjoy um, the conversation. Hi, everybody. Welcome. We're so excited to be here today with Miss Yatidi Bagaki. I knew I was going to butcher your name. I'm so sorry. I tried <laughs> I tried to say it like in your rhythm. Right. No, that was great. That was great. Okay. Thank you. Uh, you're so you're so gracious and kind. Uh, y'all, we are we were just sitting here really hardcore geeking out um, with each other. We're sitting here. I mean, you are a blurred girl just like us. And it's so lovely to see somebody on screen who is portraying these roles, who really has an affinity for this particular, these types of work, this genre of work. And I remember seeing on an interview of yours, you were talking about the your love of fantasy and science fiction starting really early and really young, as did mine. Um, I found myself really looking for for years i found my, didn't realize that i was looking for me in mm-hmm. there in, in in the works that i was reading and looking for it until i found octavia butler and my world changed you know when i was like probably about 17 or so and uh and i was wondering what your experience might have been like as a young black girl into fantasy and science fiction yeah i mean well first of all yeah you do know that this is a deep abiding love for me, you know, uh, even growing up in Nigeria and, and watching Star Trek Next Generation, I immediately was pulled into that world. But it was it was from as early as I can remember. I've loved science fiction and fancy, fantasy, um, even from hearing the stories my parents would tell about the gods, you know, the ancient mm-hmm. gods. And then from there, um, after seeing about the Orishas, then learning about the Norse gods, the Greek gods, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so these worlds already had so much interest to me. Um, and then worlds that speak about works that speak about, you know, the times that we've lived or the past and then works that speak about our possible futures 
Um, that there, there's just something I, I think so powerful there. Um, so many things that we can explore and possibly learn from. Um, so as far back as I can remember is the short answer to your question. Uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> you said everything from Ray Bradbury to Token to, um, and like you said, Octavia Butler. Changed so much in in the on the literary side. Yeah, seeing being able to see myself in that space. But if we're talking about Star Trek, I mean, I remember seeing Guinan, and yeah. which, mm-hmm. if you notice, some Guinan goes into Nira. Oh yeah, uh, I use some of her <laughs> elements. You know that. Oh, yeah, don't know what's happening behind it. That it's yeah, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. a facial expression. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah, very Guinan, very Guinan, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and of course we all um, we all think of Uhura. Yes, we all think yes. Of Nichols, and of course mm-hmm. now Celia, who's doing an incredible yeah. job taking that further. Um, but those were spaces where we've, you know, we said, yeah, we we like this too. Also, mm-hmm. we like people <laughs> exist yeah. in the future. That's um, right. That's <laughs> right. You know, yep. with LaForge and all of that. Um, so. Yeah, it's been a long abiding love. Uh, yeah. And I keep on saying short answer that's long <laughs> to the question. <laughs> <laughs> and, but as far back as I can remember, I've, yeah. I've loved Sean. Yeah. I, it's so, it's so, uh, I think it's really apparent. I mean, you're a phenomenal actress, but I think there's something, there's a deeper level of that happens that you experience that we as viewers experience when we know the people who are taking on the roles Mm -hmm. actually have respect for the genre and respect for the style of storytelling. And it really comes through. And I think one of the most potent examples of that for me personally, I've seen a lot of your work, but one of the most riveting uh, pieces of work that you did for me was Bill Quist, um, uh, that I got to see on, mm-hmm. on American Gods. I mean, she, mm-hmm. the power inherent, yeah. I mean, you, you were just, it was visceral. Yeah. You know, I, there was no separation of screen and viewer. It's like I was with you in every single moment of that performance. And can you talk a little bit about the, the Bill Quist and her power and what she might have done to you or what you might have learned from her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how long do we have? <laughs> I mean, and, and we speak about writers that have, have enjoyed for so long, and I, I think it's uh, always important, and especially more so now, yes. um, that the, the writers are rightfully so uh, asking for um, the recognition um, mm-hmm. that, that uh, should be theirs. But Neil Gaiman was another one um, from very early on. That I very much enjoyed, uh, and I had read his works for so long. And even going into audition, there was just that moment. Um, and the the thing about Bill Quist, she caught my heart immediately. I mm-hmm. loved her. I love her. <laughs> and even put that in the past. Um, <laughs> you know, there was something that you say visceral. And I could feel that th- th- there was such a deep emotional life that she doesn't even need to say anything. Mm-hmm. You feel it. You're there yeah. with it. Um, that experience, yes, she changed me. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, on on one part in work where I also then get offers to do some more Mm -hmm. incredible geek stuff like Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, To change my life in that way, but on so many levels, um, internally, emotionally, uh, intellectually. Mm -hmm. Uh, So my relationship with her is gratitude. Um, continued gratitude mm-hmm. um, because it has been one of the, the, the most life-changing experiences um, thus far. Yeah. She's, she, she's amazing. Um, and uh, a really affirming, affirming and empowering role for me to witness personally, you know, because I mean, especially as a discussion of women's sexuality and being open about our sexuality and taking power from our sexuality, which is something as a young woman, I really went through a lot of a a long, a wide journey and it's still ongoing, you know, it Mm -hmm. changes as you get older, you know, and people, you're not supposed to be a sexual creature and, you know, after a certain age, you know, and it's like, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> what is, I know, right? <laughs> so Bilquis is everything to me. She oh, is. Really? You know. oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Pack up my stuff and go on about my business. <laughs> you good, friend. You good. Girl, you know I am. Also the elements too, that I love that, you know, Nira speaks to, you know, when she's speaking to Lon. Yes. Uh, about how yes. people make you feel shame. Yes. For yes. being yes. you. For being right. you. Yeah. Exactly. For being you. Mm-hmm. Just for being you. Um, and, and that was one of the things that, you know, that's like kind of tie is one of the things that Bill Quist imparted to me mm-hmm. was to take pride in who I am mm-hmm. in all of who I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that carries through with Nira as well, that she spent a long time finding that that uh, love mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so she continues on with fighting for it yeah, yeah. oh many people as she can i i, I yeah go ahead Yvette, because i know I, that this I episode actually, is so oh, dear to oh, you so i loved this episode well, i saw it um sunday in new york city at the advanced screening and i want you to know that there was applause standing ovations talk back call back Black folks were talking back to the screen. <laughs> All of that we do. was happening, you know, and it no. was it was insane when it was over. People were just like, "I cannot believe what I just saw." This mm-hmm. is like classic track. It's mm-hmm. instant classic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I love the courtroom scene, but like you just said, the part where you were talking to Laon about her self hate because she is really living mm-hmm. in her self-hate when that, that that's what I love about Star Trek and what they do with women. There's always that, there's that woman that will always come and say, okay, this is how we're going to do it. Let me be your mentor. Let me tell you how it's going to be. Let me, let me pu- pull you up. Let's do this together. And in that moment, I think he became one of my favorite characters because mm-hmm. The women empowering women is so strong. It does the thing, the thing that it does to you is make you stand so much taller. And you, it doesn't have to be you talking to me. I can watch it and still feel empowered. And that's what happened. Watching you empower that, that those two characters empowering each other on a big screen. 
I was with my two daughters, my two younger daughters, and we were all kind of like, hmm. <laughs> feeling kind of good here, you know. But it was it was very impactful, and I love the courtroom scene. I love that, but that part just stuck stood out to me as such an empowerment. And you were talking about Billquist, and um, I've heard I've haven't seen it, but I have heard so many descriptions of this character, and I'm like, I got to watch this, you know. So I just wanted you to know that you made this impact with this one character in this one episode, because I saw it live on a big screen and it was just, it was absolutely amazing. Um, I just wanted you to understand that the power you put on, on these women in this audience. Oh, they're going to make me cry today. It was phenomenal. Oh, it was phenomenal. <laughs> what were we saying before we started this session? Huh? What did we tell you? It was... <laughs> When you know you have just seen an episode that will go down as one of the franchise favorites. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do it. Yes. 15 yes. minutes in. I said, as soon as, listen, when you pulled out the book and you were about to, you act literally threw the book at them. I said, okay. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, people, wow. were, no shade to episode one. But everyone in there will go, wait, what happened in episode one? Because we saw two. <laughs> like, wait, what you, what, I, I need to watch episode one. So one again, right? All right. No, no, the, the, I mean, I love this series. I love this. Mm. I mean, everyone from uh, Celia Anson is also a Trekkie, you know. Oh, from- yes. Yeah. Yes, we know. You, know um, <laughs> you have Melissa, Jess, Babs, uh, you know, just... Everyone is so, so wonderful. And it was an incredible thing to be able to do and to, to spend time, you know, how many episodes does one character get to interact with so many members oh, of many, the group? Right. True, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But first, I want to say thank you to you all. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to try not to cry. Okay. But this is, this is purpose. Mm-hmm. This is why I want to do this. This is why I want to work in the field that I do to hear something like that. And to hear, you know, from, from the community of fellow geeks and fellow, you know, um, that means the most to me beyond anything, beyond anything else. So, so you're so welcome for sharing that. You're welcome. You're trying to make me cry too. <laughs> we all love you. It was goosebumps, you know. Yeah. You were just like, oh my god, she's telling this whole story. The Federation, mm. the the subtext was amazing. Even uh, wasn't it? The tribute mm. to past Star Trek Thank episodes. At, yes. you know, the past episode. You know what I kept thinking the whole time? Mm. Nella Larson and passing. Ah. Well, I know when I heard passing, I was like, wow. oh, they're going all the way. Wow. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. Yes. You wow. know, and it's interesting because there's so many. There's 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 also hints of um because when you go back to court martials, you know, that's court martial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Court martial, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you, were the, you were the new Cogley, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's also the I mean when that immediately came up the measure of the uh, uh measure of the man. Measure of man, man. Measure of the man. Drumhead. Mm-hmm. Drum yeah, mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Yeah, where yeah, data had yeah. to pay for his own existence, for his own. That's self. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but for also, also to... drumhead when um yeah, when Picard, witch hunt. Yeah, yeah, that witch hunt that was going on, yeah. the conspiracy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you brought it all. I mean, mm-hmm. you, would bring, you had you had your little Picard going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I 
love that people caught, caught that. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They definitely yeah. stole liberally from Picard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were telling the Federation they got to do better. And yeah, that's, right. And that's what yeah. he did in Measure a Man and in Drumhead. You just yeah. got to yeah. do better. You got to do, do better. And, and it was so believable mm-hmm. that you and number one were friends and had mm-hmm. grew up together. And, you know, she just left and, you know, but when it ended up and you, you know, you all grab hands and I'm like, Oh, I really believe they were really good friends. <laughs> then she came back and she helped a friend out, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and oh. she was so grateful. And it's like, that speaks to Rebecca as well. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. No. Okay. It's, it's Great okay. performances. Great performances from, from all of you guys in that episode. But you stood, I mean, it's like when they say, when you were on the screen for me, when you were on the screen, my eyes were riveted to you. Mm-hmm. That's That was my take on it. I don't know about mm-hmm. anybody else's, but mm-hmm. I couldn't take my eyes off of you. And you mm-hmm. just like, okay. And you was cool, calm, and you was like, okay, I got this. That's because she walked in a... there. She walked in there like An- Annalise Keating. Yeah. Yeah. I, right, I got that right in my notes. Here we go. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> like a, a Olivia Pope, Annalise. I mean, you know, come on. Oh, yeah. the way. I was oh, like, I loved it. There you go. You're, you're literally going through my checklist of people. Oh. I was like, you know, I'm like, oh, that's an influence. That's an influence. All of them. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we saw it. Came we through. saw it all. We saw it. <laughs> it was so I good. just want to say. We were looking at it at the same time. Because we were looking at it at different times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even see mm-hmm. it together. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Certainly didn't see it live. I was sitting here all by myself with my little computer crying. Oh. Me too. <laughs> I had it on my TV. I was in. It. I got it on my this TV. Like, oh my god! This is so crying. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but as I've always said, mm. Vulcans can't trust them. Can't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. Thank goodness for Spock. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the logic thing. And I've loved I mean, the writing is so, so, Ooh, so good. Yeah, I mean, from the minute it, Yes. That, Congrats, Dana, Dana Horgan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Dana Morgan. Is the, wow. Dana Horgan did a great job. She did, did a great job. The lines. There were going to be so many quotes. <laughs> right. You discovered <laughs> empathy. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, we, we should probably let our guests probably speak a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just a, just a thought. <laughs> Too much fun with this. So please, right. Please I know, right? <laughs> so this is a, and it's fun to be able to actually talk about it with people after so long. Right. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. I can imagine, yeah. So so please, yes, please bring all of it. But yeah, Dana, Dana Horgan. Um, you know, she, she just did such a wonderful job. Like you're saying all those, you know, congratulations, you discovered empathy. I mean, come on. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're you're feeling all warm inside when you get to say, you know, stuff like that. Um, also speaking to our, uh, about our director, Valerie Weiss, and and you were Mm -hmm. talking about the relationship between, um, you know, Una and Nira, um, she, she was very intentional. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Valerie Weiss 
was very intentional in making sure we got time to meet before mm. we shot ah. dinner, talking of our love of Trek, you ah. know, then really going yeah. into the relationship where we made, you know, a lot of decisions together of, okay, this was when this happened. This is how this happened. Oh, she's discovering for the first time that this happened, you know, um, that all I think comes across. So I, I really need to thank all these incredible individuals as well. Nice. Wow. It came across. It came across. What a, what a, um, I thought to myself, how amazing, how grateful I was that you were the actress who had that role. Um, mm. because I mean, man, it just, you just hit it. Everything that everybody said is so true. You were riveted to you in this episode. And when the whole crew, when you're up on the transporter platform and you're about to beam out for the last time and the crew starts applauding, I was right there with them. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, girl, you did it. You deserve yes. that. I mean, it was just, it was, uh, oh man, you just, you brought so much joy to us in this role. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank definitely. you. Thank you. And, and, you know, and, and I, and I'm just, I'm going to have to take that moment again and, 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 you know, um, uh, bolster up some incredible individuals that made that happen. Yeah. Well, that helped make that happen. I mean, because even costuming from the moments she said, I'm going to put you in these things. This is mm -hmm. what, you know, um, she said every time Nira comes out, she's, she is, she's ready. Yeah, oh, she was. Yeah. She was. The shoulder pads were on point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those pads. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, y'all. <laughs> you know, and yeah. it, it was very intentional. Even the lines, mm -hmm. uh, the the lines of the costume. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was supposed to show that she starkly is not starfruit. Yeah. Right. Uh, yes. You know, mm -hmm. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. The earrings that were almost, you know, bullet like, you know. It was all to say she's she's not Starfleet. She's entering into this space that potentially is somewhat hostile. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she's going to yeah. come into that space empowered. Yes. Yeah. Come into that space saying, this is who I am, and you're going to hear me. Yep. Yes. Yes. And oh. they did that also with costume. Well, um, that was Bernadette Croft. I keep saying they need to put her stuff on Vogue. It does. Yes, yes, it did. Yes, she do. was she was slamming everybody. They were like, I "What is this couture like, going on over here?" I was like, <laughs> "Where can I buy this?" <laughs> and, um, makeup that was Scotia Boyd, where oh, you know there were elements that she put in there. It's all very subtle. You know, there are elements that kind of uh, reflect and glitter if you look very closely. But she also oh. did these incredible nails that oh, were we, we saw nails. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Those nails. Oh yes, <laughs> everything as the young folks say was on fleek. Is that right? Fleek? Is, was that a passe now? Is that passe? That they don't say that anymore. A little bit. You good? You good? You good? Okay. It is a great thing though too, and I think we all, ex you know, well, a lot of us experience this. Of what you know, what do you do when you come into spaces that are hostile? Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Where you know everyone is judging every little part everything. of you. Right? Mm -hmm. everything. Everything. And so everything. This team, including hair, was Daniel Lasco, made sure that that's, but that's Nira. She makes mm -hmm. sure everything is how mm -hmm. she wants it. Mm -hmm. Yes. She yep. can show up as herself. 
in, mm-hmm. in, in all of these spaces. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely got that. Yeah. I get, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get her. I said, Nira. I said, go ahead, Nira. You know. And he said, she's the best civil rights attorney. I'm like, wait a minute. We have that phrase in Star Trek now. Right. That kind yeah. of have. I was like, wait. I was like, that's civil rights okay. attorney. I, I like that codified right. in Star Trek. That is canon. Y'all cannot yep. take that away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was Man. definitely, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. here for it. All right. Yeah. Uh, when, okay. <laughs> when they mentioned her name in the first episode, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, I wonder who this is. Who who mm-hmm. they gonna get to play this part? Who is because I knew we kind of knew that you were gonna show up because he was going. He he went all the way in, and then when they showed you in your office, I said, oh. Okay, that's her. Star Trek, you've done it again. <laughs> that was even before you opened your mouth. So they they you've done it again. <laughs> no, that that team really, really, and and that's one of the things I loved about it when I read the script. It did feel like classic, like classic Star Trek. Yes, like the thing that I grew up really looking to that even helped form my worldview you know um, and you mentioned it too of of this thing we can do better we can do better and um Mm -hmm. you know especially this even the title of this era you know uh through uh uh to the stars through hardship hardship yeah i think it's even more so resonant at least for me now um, we, we've been through collectively some, some big things. Yeah. We continue to go through things. very mm-hmm. big things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's wonderful to see the idea of a future where possibly we, we, we get better and we yeah. continue mm-hmm. to work on ourselves to, to reach for something better. Um, and, and so there was, there was something very interesting about being able to be a part of this world. In, in that very classic Star Trek sense, nice. be able to work within this kind of idea. Mm-hmm. And, right. I mean, yeah. it's it's palpable. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm, I mean, again, I keep on saying gratitude, but yes, absolute gratitude to be able to, you know, that. And I should talk about casting too, because Marjorie Simkin and Orly Sidowitz. You know, they were the ones that cast me for Bookless. Really? Wow. They offered me this role. Wow. Oh, they offered. Oh, that's oh awesome. my goodness. And that's, that's right. They know their business. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they knew they know what they were getting. They know their business. <laughs> I know that um, our time is running out. You know, we're getting towards the end, but I really didn't want to let you go without asking you about your vampire series that you're working on. That, I mean, that sounds super cool. I mean, like a yeah. Nigerian vampire series, and I had all of us going, I want to read that. I want to see that. I, I can't anything and any way I want to ingest this. So can you tell us about it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I feel so lucky with it because it was actually an idea I had while I was shooting in Greece for um, uh, Rise. Yeah, oh, yes. mm-hmm. yeah, that was good. <laughs> and, <laughs> thank you. and there was something, you know, about being in this spaces and I don't, it literally just popped into my head full form. I'm like, yes, of course, Niger Valley, you know, um, and I was so lucky with it because I was then talking with Seb, uh, Sebastian Jones, mm-hmm. of Stranger Comics, 
Yeah. And as soon as he heard it, he said, wow, that would be an amazing graphic novel because I actually started it as a novel. Oh, um, okay. And he said, that would be incredible. Uh, let's, let's do it. Let's, mm -hmm. let's make this into a graphic novel. Now that was around the same time that he had teamed up with Prentice Penny, um, showrunner of Insecure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they had their company, Payback, that was dealing with working with comics and graphic novels and uh, bringing them also into the space, into the television space. So mm -hmm. he said, when he heard the idea, he said, you know what? How about I suggest we make this simultane simultaneously as a TV show and a graphic novel? I said, yes, please, and thank you. Yes. <laughs> 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 I love that. <laughs> I cannot wait. You've got to, you've got to come back when that when that comes oh, out. Oh man! Yeah, because yes, we are please. huge. I'm a huge comic oh. book fan. Me and Sabrina, and ooh, that would be great. We would love to have you on just to talk about that. Well, I would love. I'd love to be back. I've, you've been seeing me smiling this entire time. I can't stop. <laughs> Well, so as cool. I told another Nigerian Star Trek actor, uh, we I did a DNA, and most of my <clears throat> excuse me, most of my uh, DNA is Nigerian, Ghana, and yeah. Sierra Leone. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting for the. I want to see the Nigerian vampire too. <laughs> <laughs> It's coming. I love that. <laughs> and she didn't just claim you. <laughs> I did. I did. There you go. There you go. There you go. And then I you're playing uh, Queen and Zynga coming up soon too, right? Yes, absolutely. And that was another one. That's out now, right? No, no, no uh, not yet. Okay. Uh, the, the docu-series is out, and that's mm -hmm. by the lovely uh, Jada Pinkett-Smith, and they're mm -hmm. making they made a docu-series, which is wonderful because people are now educated yep. about who this individual is. Um, but no, this is, we're doing the scripted series with Lionsgate and Stars. Um, mm. uh, this was something that people who have known me for, let's say, a decade or so have been hearing about. Because mm. once I discovered this woman, mm. I said, why do I not see her? Right. Screen? right. She, mm -hmm. she has all the elements. She has yeah. everything that we love about Cleopatra, uh, yep. Jean d'Arc, um, yep. Elizabeth. She was all these women. She was the mm. real woman king. Mm -hmm. 17th yeah. century. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know? Yep. And so I've been talking about her for a long time and saying, awesome. like, don't we see her on screen? We need her on the screen. I need her on the screen. <laughs> um, and yeah. it was actually then one of the, um, it was VP who was at that point, VP of development, who at that point, uh, when I first met her, was one of the producers in Stars. Um, she said, yeah. I hear you. And so she introduced me to Moabudu, who people tend to call uh, the the Oprah of Africa. Yeah. Um, incredible woman. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. Get a chance to, to have her on. She's okay. what she's doing. Uh, basically, she's saying, yeah, bring Africa to the world. You know, that's her. Love it. And, um, and, and then the whole team, Stephen, um, Curtis, like everyone was, you know, brought together and very much wanting to see this character on the screen mm. uh, a, a real warrior queen yeah. you know yeah. mm -hmm. um, and so to be able to get to play her also be on the other side as executive producer it's just it's really exciting uh, and wow. it's what we spoke about in the beginning it's very much about purpose mm -hmm. um, 
about putting stories out there and putting performances out there that that go in that general direction of the Star Trek ideal that we love so much. And we can mm-hmm. be better. We can do better. You know, um, yeah. we can learn from the giants whose shoulders we stand on. Yeah. And hopefully become an ancestor to others in, in the future that would be proud of what we bring forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I couldn't have said it better myself, my sister. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You so much. Yes. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your work. Thank you for your generosity. We, you know, you got us now. We say this to a lot of people. We mean it. Like when you're a sci-fi sister now, and we, <laughs> we never let, we're never letting go. We're building no our tribe. That's and right. we're never letting go. Yes, please, and thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much. So, Yvette, Mm -hmm. you want to tell people how they can reach us if they have thoughts on some of the things that we talked about today? You can find us at SciFiSisters.com. That's S-Y-F-Y-S-I-S-T-A-S.com. Join us on the Mothership. That's M-U-T-H-A-S-H-I-P. And the Sci-Fi Sisters Book Club, both on Facebook. On Instagram and TikTok, sci-fi.sisters. And we're also on the Twitter at Sci-Fi Sisters. Become a patron of Sci-Fi Sisters today at patreon.com forward slash Sci-Fi Sisters. The Trek Geeks Network presenting sponsor is Fansets. Go to fansets.com for pins and memorabilia for all your favorite franchises. Visit fansets.com and use Trek Geeks, all caps, for your exclusive 10% discount. After listening to this podcast, please rate us and write a review. We may just read it on an upcoming episode. Y'all, it's been so much fun. We got one last shout out to do, and that's for the baddest engineer in all universes. He's Dose the Anonymous One. He's responsible for the music that you hear. Dose, 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 Dose. He has his own theme song, He's and he's our engineer, the bestest. If you need his skills, you can look him up on Instagram at Dose underscore the anonymous underscore the number one. And y'all, that's it for us. We are out of here. Thank you for listening. We love you very much. Peace, love, and hair grease.